What's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. And in today's episode, episode number 46, Austin Stroop and I will give a preview and predictions for night one and night two of AEW Fighter Fest. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ep- to another episode of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm here with again with my good friend Austin Stroop. Austin, how are you doing? Doing good today, Connor. Austin, I think you've pretty much become a co-host at this point, other than a guest. <laughs> uh, pretty much, but <laughs> I'll hey. leave if I've overstayed my welcome. Hey, you're welcome on the show anytime, brother. Anytime. Cool, cool. That was that was a joke. My bad. <laughs> anyway, we're on episode forty. We, yeah, episode forty-six of the Connor Knows Wrestling podcast. Can't believe it's been forty-six episodes already. Nearly do that fifty. Fifty. I have something special coming up. But anyway, Austin, we're not here to hear me ramble. We're here to talk about AEW uh, Firefest uh, 2020. It's going to be uh, free on TNT. It's going to be a two-week event and uh, pay-per-view-worthy card. And I might mention, I don't know if you saw the news earlier this week, uh, Monday, I believe it was, where NXT came out of the air and said they were going to do a two-week Great American Bash show. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. It's so obviously just to, like, combat the uh, the Fighter Fest thing. And, like, uh, it's probably the my least favorite thing NXT has done so far mm-hmm. uh, since AEW has started kicking up with Dynamite. Thanks so far. It's so obvious. And what are they going to throw together last minute? Well, apparently, but we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it. But we're not here to talk about NXT. As much as I love NXT, it's just that the NXT shows have been getting more main rostery with what they're doing on TV. Their pay per views are still good. It's just their TV stuff that's kind of wishy washy over here. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and start off with Wednesday, July 1st. That's, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So that's tomorrow. Uh, first night, we will uh, start off with, the, with night one and the first match, what I think should kick off the match. We're getting MJF and Wardlow versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, Jungle Express Austin, I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, give your prediction. Right, so let's look at this. Uh, Jurassic Express really needs a win, I think. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, especially Luchasaurus, I feel, has been like such mm-hmm. a big star when we had them live crowds. Like pe- People love Luchasaurus. Love chanting for him and all that. Uh, you know, it's just this big goofy character thinks he's a dinosaur. Um, but they haven't been really racking up wins, have they? I mean, no, they have not. I mean, they've been on TV predominantly, but they haven't. With how much they've been chanting, uh, 
Luchasaurus and how much their, uh, you know, how many, how much fan support is behind uh, Jurassic Express. You figured they'd be up there with like Young Bucks and uh, Omega Hangman or like title contention. But they're kind of playing around with these side feuds right now, and I don't get it. Maybe maybe they should get the win, but also NJF. I'm I'm pretty sure he can suffer a loss here. Wardlow's basically just MJF point five. Mm-hmm. So he he's really there just to build off MJF. So I'm thinking Jurassic Express is the best way to go. I'm gonna go with YouTube, but I don't know if is that a loss? Because right now MJF is currently undefeated this year. I don't know if that if a loss will count towards his record since this is a tag team match but I don't know I know they're gearing up MJF to be a top heel in the company if he isn't already and I know they're eventually going to put the world title on him and I, I don't know if that affects his overall record but I don't know if you saw the Lumberjack match uh, from this way between uh, Jungle Boy, I mean, Luchasaurus and Warlow, excuse me. Mm. Did, you see, did you see that match? Yeah. Okay, then, then you know where, where I'm going with this. Yeah. It, yeah, long story short, I'm picking, you know what, just to be different, I'm going to go with MJF and Warlow. I will add this too. Um, that's more heel heat for MJF if he does win. So I'm okay with either result, I guess. All right. So we got another tag team match. Uh, to me, the way that this could play out is that this match could set up the number one contenders uh, for the AEW tag team titles for. Whoever whoever wins between best friends and Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, but we'll get to the to that uh, at the end of the card. All right, but this next match is Private Party with Matt Hardy versus Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. Okay, uh, am I going first? Go ahead. I think you really just uh, flip a coin and see who wins with this one, to be honest. But I'm going Private Party and um, Matt Hardy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that okay? I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going with them. Don't know why. Just feel it. It's not as much to talk about with this match for me. You're right. I'm going to agree with you because there's really nothing much to talk about this match. Um, Private Party's my pick. Next up, we have Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford for the AEW Women's Championship. For me, this is a no-brainer. Hikaru Shida. Yeah, me too. Hikaru Shida. No other reason than uh, I love her, uh, Hikaru Shida. So. If I'm not mistaken, is she from Stardom? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with Josie Wrestling. Uh, if anybody out there is familiar 
with Joshi Joshi Wrestling. Excuse me, please, please feel free to let me know. Uh, this match, I see this match being the main event since it's the TNT Championship, but who knows? We have Cody will be defending his third defense, I think, but his first real challenge. Cody will be defending his AEW champion, TNT Championship against Jake Hager. Sorry for the technical difficulties, folks. Yeah, it's got to be Cody. He's not going to give it up already, is he? I don't know. I mean, okay. It's obviously going to be Cody. Cody basically made this championship for him. I mean, you know, he can't he can't win the world title anymore, which is a good move by him. But I mean, he he wants to be a champion in the wrestling company he built. And I don't think we could blame him for it, and I don't think he's going to let it go anytime soon. He's probably going to be the longest reigning uh, TNT champion for the next 5-10 years or something like that. Uh, his yeah. reign's not going to be that long. He's, he's going to have the longest reign in that time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Nope. It's too soon. Should be a good match, though. Mm-hmm. Alright, this match should be the main event. We have Hangman Page and Kenny Omega will be defending the tag team titles against best friends. Um, I going first here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, I'll just go with Hangman and Omega. Um. I think they're going to build up when they're going to lose the titles a bit more than how they have been. And, uh, again, I think this is a good match. I think this is a good spotlight for best friends. Are they going to have Orange Cassidy with them? Uh, I'm not sure. But Orange Cassidy does have a match against Chris Jericho the week after. Um, so I'm going to pick best friends. I think it is best friends time, you know. You gotta give the people what they want, and that's 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 a you know you know where they where they hug and yeah and okay <laughs> okay I, okay but this match should be a, should be amazing. Uh, not picking best friends, but folks, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say yeah, I did kind of forget that they have Orange Cassidy and he is a fan uh, a fan favorite so. Alright, folks, that is the end of our night one predictions, but don't go anywhere because right on the other side of this ad break, we will have night two. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans, and we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. Guys, welcome back from that ad break. And we are currently on night and we are and we are on night two night two of Fighter Fest. This will take place July eighth on TNT and it will be taped uh, thir- this coming Thursday. So the day right after they so 
In case you didn't know, Wednesday, this Wednesday, July 1st, is live, and Wednesday, July 8th, will be pre-taped. And I believe they are taping it Thursday. So, Austin, hopefully we have resolved our uh, little uh, technical issues. Can you hear me? Um, maybe. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, so, first match of night two, it, it just says Nyla Rose in action. Uh, my guess is Nyla Rose is just going to squash some enhancement talent. Um, that's usually when they say when somebody is in action, it means enhancement talent. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is where it's going to go to. I'm hoping she makes it kind of long, so the uh, nap I take is more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't good. know. Nyla Rose just kind of fell off, man. No time, man. She's like the Braun Strowman of AEW. Mm-hmm. Not good. Next up, we have a six-man tag that could be interesting, given storyline purposes. SCU versus Dark Order. And the Dark Order will be represented by Brody Lee, Grayson, and Cole Cabana. Now, Austin, I don't know if you've been keeping up with Dynamite in recent weeks. But Cole Cabana is in that kind of like limbo where he's like, do I join the Dark Order? Do I stay by myself? Or, and I don't know if you saw when Brody Lee handed him like an envelope with a contract. I think it was Isaiah Casty that looked over his shoulder. And his eyes got about, like, were popping out of his head. He's mm-hmm. like, I saw, I saw what was on that contract, man. Um, wh- what are your feelings on Brody Lee since he left, well, was released from WWE? Well, uh, first, obviously, it was huge news um, in the wrestling world. And he came out on AEW, and it was awesome to see it happen. And then he... Did a few jabs at Vince McMahon. Funny. And then he took some more jabs at Vince McMahon. And it was less funny. And then he had a title shot against John Moxley. And it was... That was a good match. I enjoyed it. Good match. But they did nothing with it afterwards. And now he's on the mid-card doing stuff with Cole Cabana. And I'll be honest. I don't really care much for this. It's cool that they're trying... And honestly, I think they're going to throw Colt Cabana in Dark Order for the uh, sake of having more uh, names to back up the Dark Order. Because the they Dark Order Go ahead. The Dark Order is not really just a tag team right now on AEW. It's more of a an overarching uh, theme in the show, if you, if you get what I'm saying. Like, kind of like, kind of like that Colt. Like, I don't know. The best I can describe it is it's it's a cult. Yeah, it's like they're, you know, they're a whole thing. They're above like a tag team. I don't know how to explain it, but uh, they're they're kind of like they're kind of like what the Wyatt family was with when remember when they had Lee, Eric Rowan, Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I remember that. And then they had those feuds with the New Day and. All that stuff. It's yeah. like the Wyatt family, but on steroids, if you know what I mean. 
yeah. they have they have more of a cult feel than the Wyatt family ever did, in my opinion. Yeah, more of a cult feel, but you gotta think, Wyatt family had all of the people in the Wyatt family were all super enjoyable, mm-hmm. and the only person in the Dark Order that's enjoyable, and this is only kind of enjoyable, is Brody Lee. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, who's, who's your prediction? Uh, so, it's uh, Dark Order represented but with Colt Cabana versus uh, SCU. Oh, Dark Order. Same. I think they're going to continue. Excuse me. They're going to continue the storyline where, um, you know, the whole Colt Cabana storyline. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for SVU doing or SVU. It, it, I think if I think if, if they give the whole Colt Cabana, do I join? Do I not join? Uh, storyline a little bit more time. Like, kind of stretch it out a little bit more. Like, you know that, you know how they make, like, taffy? Like, saltwater taffy? And it stretches that taffy out. The, yeah. the machine. I think if they, if they metaphorically, it's like they're making taffy here. And, and to make taffy taffy, you gotta stretch it out. And I think that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna stretch the storyline out and see how far it as far as it goes. And if it goes to all out, all the way to all out in September, I'll let it be. But my my prediction is Dark Order. Uh, next up, we have Lance Archer with Jake Roberts versus Joey Janela. I think they just threw this on the card to give Lance Archer a TV match. Because he hasn't had a TV match I mean, he's been wrestling on Dark, but he hasn't had a TV match since losing to Cody at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. This (laughs) of this car just seems to be going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, Joey Janela is probably doing his own thing with Sonny Kiss as a tag team. I don't know. I'm picking Lance Archer. It's hard to tell because one week Sonny Kiss is it. Joey Janela is in his, uh, his tag team with Sonny Kiss. The next he's in. I I don't know. Yeah, AEW has proven to uh, not really know what to do with uh, Joey Janela so far. Started out really good. But, uh, but that unsanctioned match against John Moxley last year. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was great. And just like the beginning, he was just being like, he was doing that Cracker Barrel triple threat match, I think. He was just mm-hmm. doing all these hardcore matches when he sprang onto the scene. And he's like missing for a while. And now he's doing whatever. I don't know, man. I, I see more potential in Lance Archer. And so that's where I'm, that's where I'm leaning. Mm-hmm. Now, this match, this next match, has the potential to be match of the night. It is an eight-man tag match. FTR and the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. Now, we know the history 
that the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks have. Does this match have the potential to steal night two? I mean, so far, it's far more interesting than anything on night two to me. But, uh, right, so I'll go first here. Um, obviously, they want to push, uh, they're trying to push FTR versus, um, the Young Bucks into All Out 2. Right, that's what they're trying to do. They want All Out 2 to have FTR versus Young Bucks. And that's awesome. So, here's how to do it. Either the two teams have a falling out during this match, and that leads to them losing, or they have a falling out after the match, after they win. Um, I want the former to happen because if they're going to have this big falling out, why not use that to also build up Butcher and the Blade and, um, the Lucha Bros. Yes. Lucha Bros. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, why not I do that? I don't blame you for forgetting the Lucha Bros because they haven't been on TV in no, a while. I, I, yeah. I just forgot their name for a second. And uh, also, it wouldn't be too far fetched. Like uh, the Butcher and the Blade, I like. I don't really see them being able to take on FTR or the Young Bucks and winning. But mm-hmm. with uh, the Lucha Bros there, obviously that adds a lot more weight. And so it wouldn't look as ridiculous. It's a bit soon to give uh, FTR an L here, but mm-hmm. given the circumstances, I think it'd be fine. Well, it's a multi-man tag team match, so I don't think that hurts their overall tag team record. Right. I'm going. I'm going with FTR and the Young Bucks. Okay. Next match, I think this match has the potential to be good because Orange Cassidy, if he's taken seriously, uh, he can he can really go. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. I'm picking Chris Jericho because I think this is going to be like it's it's going to start off with a comedy match, you know, with the with the shin kicks, which is fine, and then Orange Cassidy's going to explode and caught with the Judas effect. One, two, three. So my pick is Chris Jericho. Right. Um, I can see this match going either way. I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm going. Jeez, I almost said Code Orange. I'm going Orange Cassidy because you voted for Chris Jericho and I wanted to be the opposing force. So, yeah, I see it going either way. I can see Jericho seeing a lot in Orange Cassidy as a younger talent when they put him over big time. Awesome. I could also see AEW wanting to uh, keep Jericho in the limelight because Jericho is gold, and so they have him get a win over one of the biggest uh, stars of the company so far. So, yeah, I just want Orange Cassidy to win. Mm-hmm. What that I, w- I would like for that to be the name of his of a uh, of his finisher, Code Orange. Get it? Because he's Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Um, next up, we have the main event: 
this the main event is kind of in jeopardy right now because I don't know if you saw uh, Renee Young's tweet, but she has had contracted uh, COVID. Um, and John Moxley, you know, they're married and all that. So this could put this AEW title match in jeopardy. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But the AEW title match is John Moxley will be defending against Brian Cage in this match. Whoo, this match, buddy. This match happens. This is going to be a heck of a match. You going first with this one? I'll go first. Well, I don't think they'll put, they'll take the title off John Moxley just yet. I, I think Brian Cage will put on a good showing because I, you obviously want to do something here where you want to if, if you want to keep John Moxley at champion until all out, then what you want to do here is you want to do like a disqualification or uh, I, I don't know you got to do something that that keeps guys looking strong. Rather it be outside interference from Taz, uh, I don't know. But if I had to pick, I'm saying John Moxley will retain the title. Okay. Um. Well, I think John Moxley is going to retain too, and I'm a bit disappointed that uh, this guy's getting his debut this way. Because same thing with Brody Lee. Brody Lee made a huge debut. Brian Cage didn't even make as big of a debut as Brody Lee did. And so far, you know, he's been squashing jobbers. I'd, I'd like to see him uh, with the title eventually. But I think it's too soon for Moxley to give it up. I mean, I think the two are going to have a great match. But having him make his big debut, having him look like a big, scary monster heel coming up, and then having him instantly into a title match that he's going to lose, uh, I feel that's a bit disappointing. And I'm pretty confident John's going to win. So that's why I'm saying that. Well, what they could do is they could pull a big WWE swerve and have Brian Cage win the title. But... You know, WWE th- loves their swerves. I think, if anything, John's going to lose his title at All Out. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we got our preview and predictions. Austin, do you have anything uh, else to say about this card before we cue our, in- cue our outro? It should be something. <laughs> That's all I gotta say on it, really. Given the circumstances, yes. Do I think it's gonna be a good show? Yes. What do I think is gonna be better? Night one, because night one just has card like matches stacked on top of each other. Um. Here, I'll put it this way. I'm cool with watching it. I'm happy with watching it that, uh, because it's free. But if I had to pay something like fifty dollars for this card, I would not be happy whatsoever. 
So there it is. Yeah, it's good for what it is. Mm-hmm. But they might surprise us even. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. My my final thoughts. The match that I'm really kind of wishy washy about is the women's title match. You know, I, I just I just never got behind AEW's women's division. I'm one of those people that think could that thinks that they could have been better off without a women's division for a while. You know what I mean? Try to build one up. Yeah, because you're trying. Your your main focus is your men's division, and while your your women's division is second, and you know your top two priorities are is what I'm trying to say is your men's division and your tag team division. So that means your women at the bottom of the card, and you're pretty much screwed. I mean, nothing against the women in AEW because they're all talented. It's just that I think they need to build them up a little bit more. Right. I have, like, zero interest in the women's division of AEW right now. I like Hikaru Shida a lot. Uh, Britt Baker's pretty good. That's about it. All right, Austin. I got my thoughts, so we're going to cue the intro. So, Peace. We will see you Thursday with our WrestleMania 20 main event watch along. I believe that's uh, help me, help me out, Austin. That's uh, Triple H. Triple H, Chris Benoit, and Shawn Michaels, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, I'm Connor. Uh, I'm Austin. Peace. Peace out.